You're listening to a special edition of Midday Report on RNZ National. Thank you for listening to our rolling coverage marking the death of Queen Elizabeth II, who has died at the age of 96 at her estate in Balmoral, Scotland. The Crown has transferred to King Charles III in the United Kingdom. Crowds gathered outside royal residences, laying flowers and keeping vigil. Our correspondent, Ollie Barrett, is outside Windsor Castle and joins us live. Kia ora Ollie, it is late there, 1.30 in the morning. Uh, how, how is it going over there? I think we could now say it's early rather than late. It's um, well into Friday morning now. And yes, it, Windsor is quietening down now. It was pretty busy earlier, um, uh, but things have quietened down a little bit now. I got here uh, late afternoon UK time. And look, we now know that by the time I got here, the Queen had passed away already. But of course, the announcement hadn't been made yet. And as soon as it was, Windsor really started filling up with people moving towards the centre of the town here, going towards the castle. That seemed to be what people in the uh, area who wanted to do. They, they they felt like that was the, the place that they wanted to congregate. And so uh, some people were walking up the hill with flowers or other tributes. Others were just walking up with members of family or friends. And some people were just standing there looking up at the castle um, wistfully. And uh, it, it was that kind of atmosphere with people clearly wanting to do something, but not quite sure exactly uh, what to do. Of course, the Queen being 96, people were under no illusions about her health. Everyone uh, was completely aware that this time, this moment was going to come and could come quite soon. But when it did, it did look on people's faces uh, that some people were pretty shell-shocked, honestly, by by events. And as I say, that seemed to be why so many people wanted to head up to the castle um, and congregate there. Things then quietened down a little bit later in the evening. You should also, uh, I should also say that, you know, for quite a lot of young people out in Windsor this Thursday night, it looked quite a lot like any normal Thursday night and not everyone was headed towards the castle to pay their tributes, but a lot of people were. Mm. Looking at some of the photos and videos of people outside Windsor, there is a huge age range there as well, and mm. also lots of singing of, of God Save the Queen, yeah? And God Save the King, yeah, both of those have been heard. That transition very apparent in that uh, those particular anthems being sung. Yes, and, so, and you're right, I mean, there are times it did feel celebratory. Um, and positive and and optimistic and thankful and and that that was one of the things that people would say to you when you asked them why they wanted to uh, gather at the uh, the castle here and they'd say they just felt like they needed to come and say um, something and and say thank you to the queen um, and so yeah it was it, although somber at times there there were outbreaks of singing and and um, certainly a celebratory element to it too you're right mm. and so the next 10 days what will be happening especially around Windsor over the, the coming days well a lot of it is already very uh, tightly choreographed in advance but then there are also some details that still need to be uh, ironed out so we know that in the last few hours for example the the uh, the new prime minister Liz Truss who's only been in the post a couple of days has been meeting with cabinet ministers and officials from the royal households and people like police officials to try and start really nailing down the final details of some of what's going to pan out over the next 10 days um 
the Queen's body, of course, is in Scotland. It'll stay there for a little while. We think that people will be able to go and see it. Some people will anyway in, in St. Giles's Cathedral in Scotland. And then at some point in the next few days, it'll make its way back down south, either in a royal train. That's, I think, the, uh, the preferred plan. But if that's not possible for some reason, then it'll fly down to London. She'll, she'll lie in state in Westminster for a period as well. So another chance for members of the public uh, who are able to to uh, to visit the Queen uh, lying in state when she's back in London? There will be various processions during that period. Uh, Prince Charles, so excuse me, King Charles is going to be very busy as well. He effectively goes on a tour of the United Kingdom, seeing all the uh, nations that make up the UK on a on a national tour of sorts. There will be the official proclamation of him as king. He he already is king, but there are various elements of ceremony that will make that more official uh, than it even already is. And then, of course, looking towards the funeral, which will be on probably the 18th or the 19th of September at Westminster Abbey. That's going to be a huge event. And police and officials in London and in Windsor uh, are, are really preparing for vast crowds to turn up. And one of the reasons that Windsor will remain a focal point is partly because she spent so much of her life here and certainly in recent years had considered it to be her main home, but also because after the funeral, her body will come back here to Windsor and she'll be buried alongside her late husband, Prince Philip, in the ground of Windsor Castle. Mm. Oh, thank you, Ollie. That is our correspondent, Ollie Barrett, who has been doing quite a few crosses into RNZ. So thank you, and hopefully you can get a rest before what will be a busy uh, 10 days for you and for England as a whole.